What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. April 16th. We ready? One of the top pound-for-pound fighters on the planet. Undefeated world champion Errol Spence Jr. takes on title holder Jordanis Ugas. Hot off a career-defining win. One epic stage. Two dominant champions. Three world titles on the line. You ready? You ready? Time to put up or shut up. Spence versus Ugas for the Unified Welterweight World Championship. Saturday, April 16th, live on pay-per-view. The NBA playoffs are a whole different game compared to the regular season. Get ready for all the action by betting the play-in tournament with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You clinch a win no matter what. 
DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get a daily can't-miss happy hour super boost. Check every day between 4 and 7 p.m. for a can't-miss new odds boost. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still win big with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Contest. DraftKings will have millions of dollars in total prizes up for grabs every week of the playoffs. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code SMOKE. Throw down just $5 on any basketball team and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's Cold Smoke at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. I wish there was a real criteria for having to be a voter on these awards. I want to know the credentials for voting. You, the credentials are allowing some brown stuff to get on your nose. <laughs> So it's safe to say we'll never see you as a voter, Jack? Nah, I was born this color. (laughs) Welcome back to What's Burning. The playoffs are here, man. This is the time of the year we've been waiting for all season. Jack, let's get right to it and start in the Eastern Conference. Uh, The only games that are locked in as we stand are the number four Philadelphia 76ers versus the number five Toronto Raptors. And the defending champs, Milwaukee Bucks at three, face the Chicago Bulls, the number six seed. So we start this week with the playing tournament. The seventh seed, Brooklyn Nets, will face the eighth seed, Cleveland Cavaliers. And the ninth seed, Atlanta Hawks, will face the tenth seed, Charlotte Hornets. Before we really get into this, Jack, let me know your thoughts on the playing tournament. Uh, I'm not a fan. Um, I really feel I'm old school. I like the, the top eight teams. Uh, that took care of their business in regular season gets a chance to be in the playoffs because they deserve it because they, they did what they were supposed to do. The tournament gives other teams the opportunity, you know, even if, you know, they didn't have the season, season that they were supposed to have or even if, you know what I mean, they dealt with injuries or whatever, you know, they're they, they giving them an opportunity anyway to get, get a chance to, to get in the playoffs and win the championship. I like the old school way. That's just me. I'm not mad at that, I, but I do like the playing because I just think it kind of start it, it, it kickstarts the playoffs. I remember last year, man, the playing tournaments were super exciting and kind of kicked off, you know, because of the playing start the playoffs start this weekend, you know, kind of got a kickstart to the playoffs. But nevertheless, let's talk about this number seven Brooklyn Nets versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland had a hell of a season from I think they may have peaked at the three position if I'm not lying if if I'm not mistaken uh hit with injury now they find themselves in the eighth seed Brooklyn we all know how crazy their story's been this year uh with getting able to trade James Harden uh Kyrie not being vaccinated uh KD's injury uh trading for Ben Simmons what is your outlook on this 7-8 matchup to start the NBA play-in playoffs for the most part for me I think it's going to come down to coaching for Brooklyn Kyrie's there, KD's there. We know what they're going to do scoring-wise and what they're going to be. If they can stay healthy and the coaching job is up to par, I don't see nobody beating these guys. Uh, everybody playing their role. Uh, Cleveland is, is, is a nice young team, but I don't think they have the experience. I, I think Brooklyn is just uh, – it just depends on how the coaching is for me this, this playoff season. I think Cleveland is a little ahead of schedule. I think they've kind of found their identity post-LeBron James. I like all their young pieces – also miss Colin Sexton for the majority of the season. Uh, Jared Island and Garland, first-time All-Star. So shout-out Bernie Bickerstaff over there and what he's been able to do. But your guys' season is most likely going to come to an end in the first round of the play-in. Oh, actually, no, you're going to get a second chance. Excuse me. Right. But I agree. I think right. Brooklyn uh, Brooklyn uh, will win this. You know, anything can happen in one game. Um, but I'm, I'm going to bet, if you know, if I have KD and, and Kyrie – 
Uh, I'm going to ride with those two. What I'm ultra interested in is obviously Steve Nash is going to be have to be on his ship, but what are the role players going to give me? Can Andre mm-hmm. Drummond give me a double-double? Uh, can Blake Griffin or LaMarcus Aldridge give me anything? Bruce Brown is kind of a Swiss Army knife, almost playing that Draymond Green role, that small, power forward, undersized, uh, being able to do a little bit of everything out there on both ends of the floor. Uh, Seth Curry is going to be important. Goran Dragic is going to be important. What are the outside guys going to do for this team? Because you already know what Katie and Kyrie are going to do. So it's safe to say we both have Brooklyn securing that seventh seed, which takes us to the number 10 seed, Charlotte Hornets versus the nine seed, Atlanta Hawks. Jack, talk to me about this matchup. Uh, it's LaMelo time. I, I live in Atlanta. Uh, I'm a uh, alumni from both of these organizations, but I love LaMelo. Uh, Trace still hasn't found his uh, Robin. Uh, John Collins hasn't been that. And uh, LaMelo's just taking over the league, man. And he's, been, he's really leading this team. So I got Charlotte winning this. Yeah, I mean, this this past week on TV, I had Atlanta, I think, for the experience and, and the way Trey Young has played. He led the league in overall points and assists. Uh, definitely will be a first te- or uh, an all-NBA contributor this year. But I think I'm going to jump ship and take this young Charlotte team. I love the the energy that LaMelo's brought to this team. These These guys are fun to watch. And I think they're going to knock Atlanta out in that playing situation. If that's the case, we would both have Charlotte most likely playing Cleveland. Who do you have in that matchup? I'm going with Charlotte again. Like I said, LaMelo is on a different level. Obviously, uh, we know Cleveland had a great year. And like I said, we we love what the coach is doing, their big staff. But I just think, you know, what what LaMelo's doing is bigger than what Cleveland has done this year. The way he got those guys playing and add Montrez. I think it's gave them a little, made them a little tougher team in the paint. So I'm going with uh, Charlotte. Again, love Charlotte. I think they're a must-watch young team, but I'm going to pick Cleveland. Um, I think Mobley's going to be back playing. Uh, hopefully Jared Allen is back from his finger. Um, Darius Garland, again, first-time All-Star. Uh, I'm going to go with Cleveland. So you have – we both have Brooklyn as the seven seed, which they would mm-hmm. play the uh, Boston Celtics. And then you have Charlotte – playing the number one seed, Miami, yeah. and I have Cleveland playing the number one seed, Miami. So we will see how this all shakes out heading into the real playoffs starting next weekend. Now, let's hop over to the West Coast, the best coast, mm-hmm. and see how we shake out over here. So the Phoenix Suns are obviously the number one seed, uh, waiting to see who they get to destroy in the first round. So the games that are locked in right now, we have the three seed, the Golden State Warriors, uh, hoping to get Steph Curry back in this first round against the odds-on favorite again, MVP Jokic, and the number six Denver, Nug- Denver Nuggets. And the Dallas Mavericks at number four. Luka had a small calf injury. Hopefully that won't hold him out. Versus the Utah Jazz, who I just don't believe in. Just don't Nobody believe does. In. Just don't believe in them. All right, let's take a look at the Western, the, the rest of the play-in situation for the Western Conference. Upstart, Minnesota Timberwolves, Carl Anthony Towns, self-proclaimed best big shooter in the history of the game, uh, versus this dangerous Clipper team who just got Paul George back, got Norman Powell back. Both those guys are playing at a very high level considering how much time they missed. Uh, Jack, who do you have in this uh, first, uh, first round matchup in the play-in? You know, uh, as much as I want to go with Minnesota and and believe in this young team, I just feel like 
the Clippers still a better a better team and have more experience. You know, get like you said, getting these guys back, Paul George and Powell back. You know, that's 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 an explosive too to get back at the right time. And then, like you said, they playing at a high level. Um, T. Lou been there. He he know what it takes. He happy to have stuck in this team back healthy. I just see the Clippers coming out of that one. I agree. Uh, you know, I think T. Lou would be up for Coach of the Year if if he didn't have all these injuries. The fact that they were able to keep the uh, this ship, uh, uh, you know, above water. Uh, led by really Reggie Jackson the whole season, who's really one of the most unsung players in the league. He's had a great season uh, to get Paul George back. And, again, him coming back, he hadn't missed no time at all. Norman Powell's coming back. He's a great uh, 3 and D guy. Uh, this Minnesota team, man, it, 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 they continue to try to build, all the, obviously, with Carl Anthony Towns, uh, D'Angelo, and the high fly, Edwards. Anthony Edwards. Uh, this is a very tough team. But I'm going to give the nod to T. Lou. For coaching and the Clippers denied for experience. So I have the Clippers beating Minnesota in the first round, same as you. Let's jump over to this 9-10 matchup. The Pelicans, who had no Zion Williamson all year, were able to pick up C.J. McCollum, which was a big boost for them. Take on this San Antonio Spurs with first-time All-Star DeJounte Murray and Greg Popovich. Jack, who do you have in this matchup? I'm going with San Antonio. I mean, it's not even close to me. The coaching experience, uh, these teams are basically even. Both have young stars. And uh, I just think um, for, for experience-wise, on that side, San Antonio win that. And uh, like I said, Murray's had a great year. Pop going to have those, those guys ready to get, out this, uh, to get out this game. But, Jack, the only experience that San Antonio has is their coach. None of their That's players have really got no experience. So you're taking that the coach. That matters, though. Okay, yeah, I know it definitely matters. I'm taking New Orleans. I think uh, Brandon Egram is, is ready to jump on this stage. I think C.J. McCollum, as much as he probably misses playing with Dame in Portland, has finally realized, like, I really get to show my shit now. And he's always been one of the best two guards in the league, uh, mm-hmm. just kind of overshadowed by Dame's greatness. Um, Jackson over there is playing well. These boys play hard. Willie Green has, got, has, has turned this team around. So I want to see New Orleans – Knockout San Antonio. So you, we both have the Clippers winning. So that means Minnesota versus San Antonio for you. Who do you have in that matchup? I'm going with Minnesota. Um, I just I like this young team. I think if you know that first game against losing that game to the Clippers uh, will, will, will give them a second uh, breath of air and give make them refocus and come in and take care of business against San Antonio. I got Minnesota versus New Orleans, and I agree. I think. Minnesota will sneak in, or not sneak in, they will secure that A spot after they beat either one of these 9-10 teams. So we both agree that the Clippers will slide in at number seven and play a young, hungry Memphis Grizzlies, and we'll have Minnesota in the eighth seed playing the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> I think they're both yeah. going home. They yeah, I think they both going home. Yeah, I think I think they both going home after the playing. Man, that, that's safe to say. I think the Clippers got a better chance. Uh, we're having Paul George and those guys, but I don't think nobody has a chance against Phoenix Suns. I, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Clippers were able to get two games uh, in this series. And I will say with the healthy Clipper team, I think they're a top five team in the league next year um, when Kawhi Leonard comes back with this this core and, and what they've been able to build around. But, yeah, I, I see Memphis beating the Clippers, not in a sweep. I think it'll be, a, you know, a 4-2. And, yeah, Phoenix is – probably going to beat the shit out of whoever they play so uh hey you know hold up matt no the clippers gonna beat memphis oh okay okay that's what you're coming with upset with that upset in the first round upset alert no barn injury and with the guys they got now 
The Clippers gonna beat Memphis. I'll be see my whole thing. Yeah, I, I I've been on TV. My can this young this young talented team who've had a success in the, in the regular season. Is that success going to translate into the playoffs when these lights get extra bright, Jack? And that's been my whole question. Like, everyone is high on Memphis, and I'm high on Memphis. I think they're a good young team, but it's a whole different game in the playoffs. And I'm not even mad at that upset pick. I mean, I think that's a long shot, Jack, but it, it could definitely happen. Because, again, like you said, the experience of this team, the coaching experience, um... It's going to be a fun round. It's going to be a fun. I don't know if I have an upset, but I definitely think it's going to be a good series. Next up on the radar presented to you by DraftKings. Let's discuss the hottest topic in the league right now. Who is the MVP? Before we get into that, let's get the DraftKings odds on favor. Nikola Jokic is minus 380. So he's odds on favorite. Embiid is right behind him. At plus 265, and he was also able to secure his first scoring title. The last time a big secured a scoring title was Shaquille O'Neal, and he also won MVP that season. So we'll see what happens with Embiid. Next in line, Giannis, the Greek freak, at plus 800. Devin Booker in the fourth slot at plus 7,500. And the long shot, Luka, at plus 15,000. Jack, who's your MVP so far? Or my excuse me, not so far. Who's your MVP this season? Well, my MVP this season is definitely Embiid. I, because even though Jokic is having another great year, stats are better, I just feel like your team doesn't have a chance to win the championship. I feel like Philadelphia has a chance to win the championship. And my second who should win MVP is Giannis because they have a great chance to win the championship. I know it's a regular season award, and that's what we always talk about, Matt. But at the same time, if you can dominate all season and your chance, and your team has a chance to win a championship, a legit chance, then you are MVP to me. Yeah, I'm not mad at either of those choices, and I agree. Embiid is my pick. Um, but but what confuses me in this situation is, obviously, they, they still have Joker odds on favor, and he's had a tremendous year, and he's been shorthanded. But that's not everyone. That's not Embiid's fault. That's not Giannis's fault, and that's not right. Booker's fault. So I don't see how that – is kind of held against them. And I agree. I don't, I don't feel like an a, a unhealthy Denver team is not a shot to win, doesn't have a shot to win a championship. Um, I don't really know what, and I agree with Embiid, like what does he have to do to get the respect he deserves? I think the fact that he was able to play uh, all season with all the noise flying around that organization, without a, really without a second star until they were able to train James Harden, but his play has been dominant the entire season however you want it he gives it to you so I agree I think I my pick would be Embiid Embiid if I was a voter um and then again Giannis has had a great season obviously book everyone on that list has been a great uh has had a great season but I think this is the year that Embiid should get it but I guess we're just gonna have to wait and see hey remember though this is the same voters that didn't vote Dwight Howard and Kyrie Irving in the top 75 so don't get your hopes up yeah, it's weird. I, I I wish there was a real criteria for having to be a voter on these awards and we find out who were the voting and who's being picked. The criteria is as long as you've been watching basketball for 20 <laughs> years. You ain't have to play, try out, or nothing. You just had to be watching it for 20 years. Yeah, it's like a secret society, man, and I want to know, like, who, who, how do you become one of these voters and who is actually voting and what are your credentials? I want to know the credentials. For voting for all allowing, this NBA uh, shit. You, the credentials are allowing some brown stuff to get on your nose. 
God that's damn not it. Your, that, that, so, so it's safe to say we'll never see you as a voter, Jack? Nah, I was born this color. <laughs> All the smoke this week. We have a young and talented power forward from the Memphis Grizzlies, Jaron Jackson. Enjoy this teaser. You guys are coming down the home stretch, heading into the playoffs. What's the environment like around your team right now? I mean, you guys got a taste of the playoffs. Now you guys have moved yourself up to the two seed in the Western Conference. What's the vibe and energy like around the team right now? We don't take it for granted. I'm glad we're in this comfortable position because last year we were fighting for playing. Like having a target on your back is new. You're not you're not happy for a one or two seed. You're not you don't care. You're just trying to knock them off. The practices we have now, we actually practice pretty hard today. Very important. Like every practice is important. We're learning every rep is important just to get our chemistry up. You're one of these new stretch fours that can shoot threes and get to the basket, finish, do it all. But you're also someone who leads across a majority of the defensive categories all season. When did that defensive mindset click in? I work on a lot of the things guards work on. So I start to remember how I would want to shoot a shot against me. And it's a whole game. It's like a chess match. And I think I really picked it up this year, like being able to play against Gobert in the playoffs last year as a five more really kind of gave me a test on how to be like an anchor. And you got to talk. It's a lot of talk. It's direction. And at the end of the day, like your gifts are cool, but like you shouldn't just think about blocking the shot because then it takes you out of everything else. The block is like the last piece. Like if you block it, cool, but you're supposed to make it tough on everybody. You mentioned earlier your teammate has been very outspoken as far as he thinks you should be defensive player of the year. Do you think you're defensive player of the year? Of course I do. Yes. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. The, the things I have to do besides blocking shots are what separates me from people who be blocking shots. I'm able to switch on the guards, contain, you know, and all the analytics and all that stuff. That's cool, but that's for everybody else. I'm just out there to do whatever I can to win. And we've won games. What I've done has impacted has impacted winning. So that's another difference. We want to welcome in now one of the top point high school point guards in the country, Dior Johnson, who is committed to Oregon. Uh, man, born and raised on the East Coast, but you've been playing a lot of high school basketball here on the West Coast. Um, and most importantly, man, you're one of the participants in the Iverson Classic. Talk to us about how excited you are about that experience and uh, what led you to Oregon. Well, I'm really excited to be a part of the Iverson Classic. Uh, Allen Iverson is an icon to the world, and to me, since I've been little, for sure, um, definitely admired him on and off the court for his impact uh, beyond the game. Um, I'm excited to meet everybody else involved with the camp because I look up to those guys, too. A lot of those guys I haven't met either, like uh, guys like yourselves. Um, I think my coach, uh, my coach's name, I, for, I forgot his name. I'm oh, sorry, I don't want to call him. Like Is he that. D Miles? He has D Miles? D Miles. Darius Miles. Darius Miles. I watched the Netflix show on Darius Miles, I think, in like eighth grade of his high school journey moving to the mm -hmm. NBA. So I know something about him. I can't wait to meet him, learn game from him. I just excited about the whole event. Dope. So what led you? Obviously, uh, you could have pretty much picked where you wanted to go to school if school was even the route. Uh, what, what what made you lean towards Oregon and commit there? Well, I like the college route over um, any other routes. I thought it was best for me because it gives me the best opportunity to play in front of America, in front of everybody's eyes and show everybody what I can do on a daily basis. Um, Oregon just felt like a good fit for me uh, because of the play style. Um, the head coach, me and him have a good relationship. Uh, he's very coachable, as in 
when I say coachable, it's calling my coach coachable. He's able to work with us. Um, I really like how he handled me as a, as a person, except a basketball player. Uh, I like how he went about it. Uh, he got to know me. Um, and he made a real relationship instead of just uh, going through um, what he's heard or anything like that. And I really appreciated that because most people, especially coaches, don't do that. You know, we live in a world where everybody just goes off what they think or assume, you know? Feel that. I also liked Oregon because I thought it was a good, like, little college town for me to, you know, lock in, uh, be focused. Um, and it's a great uh, culture of guys. The guys they recruit um, are, are certain culture type of guys. And that's what I like, too, just to be a part of something that's uh, a family and uh, that's moving the right way. That's a tough place to play. I went to UCLA, and every time we went up there, man, that was a, a really tough arena. Man, crazy fans. You're going to love that part of it. They go nuts out there. The new gym. Uh, so, yes, man, you definitely going to have some fun out there. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Going back to the Office and the Classic, I've been coaching the Office and the Classic since year one, and uh, I've been, I didn't grow a lot of relationships with a lot of young guys. Uh, me and you've been following each other for a while, but we never actually met. You know what I mean? We even talked on on DM before. But um, one thing about it for me is to see the development of the game and to see how the young guys come in and really want to learn. And like you just said, really to come in and learn more about the game. Um, that's what I appreciate. We appreciate you being a part of this game. You know, me speaking for, for Bobby and Jai, you know, all the young players, we're trying to make this game just as big as the McDonald's game. So, one, we appreciate you being a part of it. But what's another thing that you look forward to besides, you know, meeting guys and, and learning more about the game? Um, I look forward to coming, making a stamp, coming to compete mm -hmm. every play, every possession, every drill, uh, just coming to be a leader and uh, showing what that's about just by going out there and showing that. I like that. Uh, born and raised in New York, again, played most of your high school basketball career out here on the West Coast. What have you taken from New York and California that you feel has you ready for this next level of basketball? Well, this is going to sound funny, but I feel like, you know, the West Coast is more of you're developing to become a pro, you know, and on the East Coast, you're kind of developing to become unbreakable. So like for me to have really learn both aspects have helped me because some guys they grow up in New York and it actually hurts them because it's a certain culture that you're taught over there so over here in the west coast it's a different kind of culture but guys are still great at the game but they have more success because of how they go about the game in their minds now east coast guys are still really talented but it's just they think of it different so I think being around being on both coasts and coming across a bunch of people just teaching me the game and soaking everything in, I have, I've learned a ton. It, it helped me for the better. Hey, I think that's dope. I ain't never heard of that, but it makes sense. He said, New York taught me how not to break, and the West Coast taught me, it's teaching me how to become a pro. I think that's hard. Best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What um, NBA players do you watch, and is there any NBA player that you compare yourself to? Man, well um, – I watch a lot of – I watch, of course, players that I feel like, you know, I could be. I could uh, – well, not be them, of course, because everybody's their own guy, but be close to their games or my game is a similar to theirs. So I watch a lot of Dame Lillard to see mm -hmm. his moves, that he creates space off from deep to get into his three ball. You know, those high – those hard pound dribble sidesteps and hard behind the back stutter, stutter hard sidestep. That's mm -hmm. all, like, 
ridiculous stuff. I watch a lot of Kyrie Irving just because I'm a I'm a reactional type of player. Um, I'm great at creating space. I don't have much size. I'm 6'3", so that's one thing I have to be good at. I create a lot of space uh, off of just creating contact and getting away or just creating space for my dribbles and getting a little tricky, you know, but not trying to over-dribble. So that's where watching Dame comes in because Kyrie and Dame are both really good guards, but they have similar play styles. So if I had to pick two guys, I watch them the most. Nice. I want to know, uh, in an era of deep three-ball shooting, which you're obviously capable of doing, you have a really defined mid-range game for someone your age. Uh, where did that come from? I'm not going to lie. I I watched – it's going to sound crazy. I watched all Kobe's mid-range. Now, I'm mm. 6'3", Kobe's 6'7", or whatever he is, and plays very different than me, but I took what I could from it. So whether that be you start at the left elbow and you take two dribbles – to right in front of the right elbow and pull up, I can do that at 6'3". Mm-hmm. So I just took what I couldn't take from Kobe's uh, midi back to the basket and footwork and just could could kind of put it into my game, like I said, and do what I can do with it at 6'3". Of course, I can't mm-hmm. play exactly like him being 6'6", but I can use some of those things, you know, like Kyrie does. Mm-hmm. That's what Kyrie does. He, he uses exactly. what he can. And he even still plays like Kobe sometimes in situations where it's back to the basket. But yep. when you're a tricky guy and guys are already – afraid of or, or nervous of what you're going to do, you, you can kind of switch it up, you know? So hopefully, like, with my career, I'll be able to play with my back to the basket too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's – I mean, between Dame, Kyrie, and Cove, I mean, that's, that, those are hell of people to look up to, man. So, man, we don't want to keep you. We want to thank you for joining us in the middle of class. I ain't never seen someone, Jack, join us in the middle of class. That's, that's the first time, right? I know, that's, right? That's the first time <laughs> ever, man. He at school right now, y'all. <laughs> that's big. Fact. Yeah, hey, man. Hey, well, good luck on your journey in Oregon. And, for, and and before that, we have the Iverson Classic coming up April 30th in Memphis. Steven Jackson, Darius Miles, the head coaches. Dior Johnson will be on the floor. And like he said, for coming sure. to make his mark. So best of luck, bro. We'll catch up with you soon. Yes, sir. I appreciate look, you guys for having me. Look forward to meeting you at the game, youngin. Yes, sir. All right, here we are at Closing Thoughts. Jack, the playoffs are here. The season, regular season is officially over. Any moments that that stood out to you, uh, things you liked, didn't like, things you like to change, players, teams, what's going to stand out to you the most when we talk about when we look back on this season? Two things in the Western Conference and one in the East, uh, AD being hurt and the Lakers not being the team that we expected them to be. Uh, Having LeBron and AD and adding Russ and Camelo, we thought this team was definitely a shoo-in for the championship and not even making the playoffs is definitely a letdown. But what Ja Morant and Memphis has done, you know, uh, back to the team that, you know, the Grind City team that play hard, that all the highlights he's made this year. And on the east side, I got to go with how the, everything that's been going on with Kyrie, for them to still be a team that everybody's afraid of. Uh, been going through everything with not having them uh, all season, so now having them for home games and away games and, and finishing off on a good note. Him and Katie have been putting up crazy numbers. So those moments and, and, and definitely to see how it, finish it up, how it finishes up. Uh, my thing is injuries, particular in the Western Conference, uh, with AD missing time and, and, and this kind of team, the Lakers really being exposed from a standpoint of they weren't built very well, uh, on paper, they had everyone excited, but it would have took everyone being healthy and on the same page the entire season for this team to really make a move. And even if they weren't healthy, I don't think they were on the same page. Uh, and I think for the Lakers, uh, next year, they're most likely to have to run this back. You know, Russ is due, I think, 40 to 
44 to 46 million next year. Uh, not sure if they're going to be able to move him or want to move him. Uh, we saw Frank Bogle will most likely be a casualty of war and relieved of his duties. Um, but I think in order for this team to work, if they are, if their core is brought back, I think it's going to be more sacrifice on LeBron James' side. Uh, he's someone who was a ball-dominant player, arguably the greatest player of all time, if not number two, going to be the all-time leading scorer next season. Uh, it's top 10 in assists, so you want the ball in LeBron's hands, obviously. And normally when you transition and play with superstars, usually the, everyone else has to you know, kind of adjust their game. But I think for the Lakers and, and Russell Westbrook to work, if he is still there, I think it's going to take a lot of sacrificing from LeBron to really empower Russ because for them to make any noise, they're going to need Russ to be that guy. You know, he may not be Oklahoma City Russ, but he still has something left in the tank. And this is the team they built, you know, whether that's Rob Palenka, who built this team, or LeBron and his clutch side of uh, uh, Rich Paul, who built this team. The team is the team. Um, and I don't see anything drastically happening in, in, in L.A. when it comes to the Lakers this offseason. Uh, Golden State also, you know, obviously the return of Clay Thompson was big for us fans. Uh, everyone missed Clay, but then them just being able to get on this court at the same time. Clay comes back, Draymond gets hurt, Draymond comes back, Steph gets hurt. There's a lot of questions around this team if they can, you know, if Steph is able to come back and pick up where he left off and, and Dre is, is ready and, and, and Clay is ready. I still think this is a championship caliber type team. So it'll be interesting to see this playoff run if, if, if those things are able to happen. Uh, in the Eastern Conference, what that stands out to me is. The way that James Harden has bullied his way out of two situations he didn't want to be in, now he's in a situation where he wants to be, and now you got to show and prove, bro, mm -hmm. straight up. I mean, he's bullied himself out of Houston. Um, again, I'm all for player empowerment, but I just think there's ways people should go about it. Um, if you don't want to be somewhere, continue to give your best and, and hopefully work something out. But when he doesn't want to be somewhere, he just gives up. And as a fan of basketball and, and, and as a fan of him, knowing how talented he is, it's just a horrible look. So he did to get out, to get out of Houston, and then he started his shit in Brooklyn and was able to get out of Brooklyn. Um, so now you're where you want to be, bro. And, you know, now now is his time to really do uh, what we know he's capable of doing, what I, which, I, which we all want to see him do. Uh, because when it comes to just straight basketball, he's a bad motherfucker. And then my last thing is the same situation as you, uh, Jack, with Kyrie. Uh you know, whether you liked it or not, he stood his guns and, and, and did that. And I think what will make everyone forget this whole crazy season of his is if he comes out and be the killer where he knows he can be, we know he can be, and this team makes a run. And everyone will forget about all the shit that's happened this year because there's so much stuff that's happened off the court, particularly with James and particularly with Kyrie, that can all be washed away if both these guys come to play and their teams advance in the playoffs. So... Next year, a healthy Clipper team is a top five team in the NBA. Mark it down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Special birthday present. I hope it's some weed. Yeah, Jack, we, we couldn't ship weed, but I'll have plenty of weed for you when you get here next week. Yeah, you uh, could. You, just, gift, bro. You, you could. You just didn't. I'm not taking penitentiary chances no more, bro. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see, man. These are some custom joints. Super hard to find, but I know you're going to love them. Oh, lift it up a little higher so we could all like, so we can all enjoy. Once you get it out of the big box, open up the uh, the box in front of us. How was Mexico? Y'all have a good time. Oh, Looked like y'all was cracking. Oh, 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 oh. 
You know how I feel about shoes now. See, yes, let's sir. See, let's see. I'm gonna let y'all see them first. Hold on, shoes on the box. What's the box? Happy yeah, birthday. let us see them first. Yeah, open it towards Happy us. Birthday. Open it to Yeah. Happy birthday, Stephen Jackson. This year we want you to have all the smoke. Number 44. Malcolm Media and all the smoke family. I'm gonna let y'all yes, see them first. Hard to find these motherfuckers, bro. Can y'all see them? I can't see them. Hold on. Oh. Oh, these weren't the ones. Oh, we got so we oh these are dope. So we got another pair for you when you get here. Ooh. Yeah, we got those are the custom joints. Yeah. Look at the Yeah. Look at the detail on these boys. Mm-hmm. Hey, we got another pair for you. Those so good. Okay. Good. I'm glad they sent you those ones and not the other ones. I want to see your reaction in person. Cause it was so hard to find this other pair we got for you, bro. Oh yeah? Oh, we had to do some digging. Shout out Nate. Nate handled it, but uh, it took it took us like it took us like three weeks to find these motherfuckers. Man, thank y'all, man. I appreciate y'all. Hey, y'all know one thing, y'all. It's only two things you can get me: shoes and weed. We gonna have both in that life. Ooh, don't hate me, and I will. Hey, I will have these on because I got a sweatsuit that I just got. That's this color. There you go. Hey, did you see the? Uh, did you see the little uh, edit that the twins did for you, talking shit about swimming and happy birthday? Hey man, I re I reposted it and uh, <laughs> left, left a comment. Hey, hey, they definitely your sons, goddamn it! Yeah, talking so much shit, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> All right, man. Well, happy birthday. We love you. you. Can catch what's burning available every week on Showtime Basketball YouTube and on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Show Basketball. Peace. See y'all next week. Something within us. Something sacred. Something worth protecting. Silver King, on me. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.